amen. Aren't y'all glad that uh, July's over? No more preaching on death and hell. <laughs> We're done with all that. Amen. Aren't you glad? I know where I'm going. I'm ready to go, but I'm ready to live a little bit. Hey, you know what? Uh, through everything that's happened, um, it's just been amazing. The, the more stories we hear, the more you watch the news. Um, you know, there was a, you know, pastor, he asked, he said, you know, what is the, what are the four major causes of depression? And somebody spoke up and said, ABC, NBC, uh, CNN, <laughs> Uh, Fox, yeah. Anyway, because all the news is bad and, you know, it's stealing our joy and our laughter. But I want to talk to you today just about laughter. Don't you want to get your joy back? Don't you want to laugh a little bit? Don't you want to see the good? I mean, you know, you say, does God have a sense of humor? I mean, just look at the person beside you. You're... <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wow, God created them. He must have a sense of humor. Just remember, everybody's looking at you too. Huh? You know, some of the funniest things are just real life. You know, a lot of comedians, they make stuff up. And, uh, you know, some of it's funny. But some of the funniest things are just real life. And some of the funniest things happen in church. People say the funniest things. Uh, how many bloopers? We've got bloopers in our own uh, newsletters many times. And uh, these are just a few things I was just reading and made me laugh. Um, you know, the pre- preacher was, the pastor was preaching on the Good Samaritan. And he asked, what would you do if you saw a man beaten and bleeding and lying in the gutter? And a lady in the front row said, oh, I'd throw up. Sunday school teacher asked her class, are you all natural citizens of the United States? And one little girl said, no, I'm Caesarean. (laughs) Some of these y'all will get on your way home. Some of these are not very funny. They're just dumb, but they're still funny. I love this. So y'all need to see the pictures. You can't see the pictures, but uh, this the Christ for the Nations, uh, big school up in Dallas. Uh, they got up, they had their big orientation speech, and the person got up so dignified and said, I want to welcome you here at Christ for the Naked. I mean, nations. <laughs> Preachers make mistakes. How many of y'all have heard me make many, many mistakes? And I will do it again. Again, <laughs> that was not on purpose. The Sunday school teacher asked, who decreed that all the world should be taxed? Little kid said, the Democrats. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. Brother Larry Lee, Pastor Larry Lee was up in Dallas of Rock Church. He was preaching and he was preaching a message on on everyone falls short of the glory of God. And at the end for his altar call, he said, everyone come down. I want to pray for your falling shorts. You kind of lose the altar call at that time. (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. 
Oh, I love, I, I don't, don't you love prophecy? I love when the, the Holy Spirit moves and people stand up and give a word and, you know, thus saith the Lord. But sometimes they're not always, you're like, I'm not sure how much of that is the Lord and how much that's their flesh. Uh, because sometimes people say stuff like, uh, you know, uh, yay, there is fear in the east and yay, there's fear in the west. And I myself even fear sometimes, saith the Lord. You're like, uh, no, I don't think... This is the word from the Lord. I got it straight from the horse's mouth. Yes, saith the Lord. I'm an omniscient God, saith the Lord, as far as I know. You know, omniscient means he knows everything. But Surely thou hast said thou art discouraged and thy heart is cast down. Furrow lines thy brow and countenance is sad. But do thyself no harm, saith the Lord, for I feel that way myself sometimes. I, I hope you don't feel that way. Even as Moses built the ark, saith the Lord. No, no, saith the Lord. Noah built the ark. Surely the glory of the Lord has departed from some lives that he has stamped Michelob over their heads. I mean Ichabod. I'm not sure these are exactly from the Lord. I'm not sure. Yea, thus saith the Lord. Um, um, yes, thus saith the Lord. Uh, they just sat down. They weren't sure what the Lord was saying. I like this one. Thus saith the Lord. I'm not in this place. Woo. He's not, he's not saying that this morning. I love this one. Uh, uh, someone asked me the other day where we were going on vacation. And I said, oh, we're going to go to Yellowstone National Park. And they said, oh, well, don't forget Old Faithful. I said, oh, no, she's going with me. Ah, <laughs> uh, it's just a joke. Just a joke. Let's see here. The young pastor pressed his point at a funeral. And he was preaching. And he said, the man in the casket is just a mere shell. The nut has gone to heaven. <laughs> I hope I don't make this one at a funeral mistake. At the funeral, the pastor standing before the casket of a dear departed sister. We know where she's gone because she was a firm believer in immorality. I mean, immortality. <laughs> Woo. Got to get it right. Got to get it right. Ah. Let's see here. A couple of more. This whole book's good. This is a good, good one for Easter. Uh, on Easter Sunday, uh, they asked Miss Johnson if she would please come forward and lay an egg on the altar. <laughs> a lot of church bloopers. I mean, we said, we've had a lot of bloopers, even in ours. You, sometimes you just make mistakes, but here's a few good ones. I, I like this one. I'm going to skip that one, though. Uh, yeah, here we go. This afternoon, there will be meeting in the south and the north ends of the church. Children will be, will be baptized at both ends. The service will close today with little drops of water. One of the ladies will start quietly and the rest of the crowd will join in. That's not good. That's not good. On Sunday, a special collection will be taken to defray the expenses of the new carpet. All those wishing to do something on the new carpet, come forward and get a piece of paper. I don't know. 
The ladies of the church have cast off clothing for of every kind. They may be seen in the basement Friday afternoon. <laughs> Who's proofreading these announcements in the bulletin? Somebody. A bean supper will be held Saturday evening in the church basement. Music will follow. I don't even know what that means. I hope you're laughing at home because everybody's laughing here. Oh, my goodness. Just want to talk to you today about just about laughter. You know what? We've got to get our joy back. There's too much sadness. There's too much sorrow. And there's still some good things in the world. God is good. Yeah. I love, I say it this way. God is good all the time. I'm good sometimes. There you go. But you know what? God is good and we have a reason to smile. You have a reason to rejoice this morning. You have a reason to hold your head up high. You have a reason to find the good in every situation. Be the person that finds the good and not the bad. There's those that no matter what happens, they're going to find the bad in it. But you know what? Let's be the person that finds the good in every situation. Let's find the good in every person. Let's find the good in what God is doing. And not just constantly complain. Be like the lady that got up and testified. Amen. All that the devil's done. And close it up by saying bless his holy name. Listen. That's not good. Let's stop giving the devil credit. And let's start giving the Lord praise. Let's allow the Lord to put the joy back in our heart. As we find uh, in the book of Genesis... Uh, chapter number 18, I'm just going to read a couple of verses and jump around and give you a few things. And um, good news today, only four pages. <laughs> People laughed in here because they know I can turn four pages into an hour. But I'm not. Because today is my son's birthday and I got to take him out to eat. So... uh yeah, it's a good day. Good day. How old is he? 27? 28. 28? My goodness, I'm getting old. Um, so we won't keep you too long. No, we're talking about Abraham and Sarah. Abram and Sarai. They started out to be. And uh, God, we know the story. God calls them away from their kindred. Says, go to a land that I'm going to show you. And he didn't give them the whole program. He just led them step by step. And he gave them a promise that they would have a son. That they would not only have a son, but that they would be the father of many nations. And they held on to the promise, and they held on to the promise, and they prayed and they believed. And how many knows, when you first receive the promise, it brings joy. And man, it brings excitement. And you're happy, and you can't wait to tell everybody. And time goes on, and it doesn't happen, and it doesn't happen, and it doesn't happen. And pretty soon, you're not telling the story as much. And pretty soon, the joy has gone out of it. And pretty soon, it becomes a memory. 
But I'm asking you today, let's pray that the Lord give us the joy back in the vision. Give us the joy back in the promise. Because God's word is true. And if he promised, he is able to perform. Amen. So time has gone on. And uh, now they're old. Uh, they may not be old by your standards. Uh, but they're old by a lot of standards. Uh, he's getting close to a hundred. She's almost ninety. Still no fulfillment of the promise. And some heavenly visitors show up. Abraham realizes they're from the Lord and he goes and makes a feast and comes and they're sitting and we pick up the story in verse number 18. And they said unto him, where is Sarah thy wife? And he said, behold, she is At Target, or Walmart, or the mall. She's at Bed Bath & Beyond. She's somewhere. He said she's in the tent. And the Lord said, I will certainly return unto thee the time of life. Anybody ready to have the time of life? Anybody remember when you used to have the time of life? And now it's just life. <laughs> You're not having a time anymore. You're having a time. It's just not a good time. Don't you want to have a good time again? I mean, live life to its fullest. Experience the joys and all the pleasures God has in relationship. And he said, but you know what? We're too old. We're past all that. And God said, I'm going to return. The time of life and Sarah, thy wife, shall have a son. And Sarah heard it in the tent which was behind him. Now, Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken, stricken in years. Uh, that's King James. That means really old. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Therefore, Sarah laughed. Within herself. Anybody ever laughed within yourself? Might not have been out loud. Uh, you just. <laughs> you just laughing. Somebody's telling you something. And you're just laughing in yourself. Because you know. <laughs> you're crazy. You don't want to say it. You're just smiling. But you're laughing in yourself. Going. Yeah. You lost your ever loving mind. Sarah's up in the tent. 90 years old. Here's these men out there talking and tells Abraham, you're going to have the time of your life. Abraham's like, ooh, yeah. And she goes, <laughs> that old man. That old man. Listen. Listen. There ain't no roots. There ain't no potion. I can. It's way before Viagra. I mean, he couldn't. She couldn't. She said, there ain't nothing I'm going to find to help that old man. She's just laughing in herself. <laughs> that ain't going to happen. Did you know that God hears your laughter even when it's sarcastic? 
God knows the difference in your laughter when you're agreeing with the, 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 the joy or when it's just this sarcastic evil. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Sarah laughed within herself saying, I am waxed old. Shall I have pleasure? My Lord being old also. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Why'd Sarah laugh? Now listen, I don't know Abraham's a hundred. He can't hear nobody laughing. The tent's right there. He probably didn't hear it, but the Lord heard it. And the Lord said, Hey, why'd your wife laugh? Yeah. You ever ask your wife that? Yeah. There's many times I look at my wife and say, why, why are you laughing? What's so funny? I usually know the answer. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> why did your wife laugh? Why? Why are you laughing? What are you laughing at? Is it, a, is, it, is it laughter of acceptance, of receiving? Is it joy coming out of your heart? Or is it laughter because you think what God has promised is impossible? Are you laughing because you think it'll never happen? Are you accepting the, the, the joy of the Lord in the possibility? Or are you laughing at the impossibility? Why did your wife laugh? Saying, shall I of a surety bear a child which I am old? Is there anything too hard for the Lord? I, listen, God has a sense of humor. Sometimes God is just... Listen, he, he, we have the same characteristics. Have you ever told somebody you was going to do something and they laughed at you and their laughter made you want to do it that much more to just, I'm going to show you. Anybody ever, anybody ever thought that? You laugh at me, I tell you my plans, I tell you what I'm going to do, and you laugh at me, I'll show you. God said, why would your wife laugh? <laughs> I'll, I'll show you. I'll do the impossible and I'll be the one that gets the last laugh. Then Sarah denied, saying, I laughed not. <laughs> yeah, you women, you're deniers. Yeah. You laugh at me? Oh, no, honey. I didn't laugh at you. Yes, you did. You're laughing at me right now. That's okay. She said, oh, I laugh not, for she was afraid. And he said, nay, you did laugh. I heard you laughing. Listen, it's a laughing matter. You ever tell, told somebody, you know, people laugh at the strangest things. People laugh. I got it, honestly, from my mama. My mama and her brother, Uncle A.J., they could get so tickled at the, at the times you shouldn't get tickled. They would get tickled at funerals. They got so tickled at a funeral one time, they were sitting there and they literally, they, people thought they loved that person so much because they had their hand buried in their face and they thought they were crying, they were laughing so hard. <laughs> 
They were dying. I don't even know what they were like. Some things just click. Some things just hit you the wrong way. And, and sometimes you just can't stop laughing. And for some reason, that would sometimes hit them at funerals. I don't know why. My mother had such a great sense of humor. My dad, he had a good sense of humor, but it was more dry. Me and my mom, we would, we would watch uh, Three Stooges and stuff together. And daddy, he would just sit there and he would just shake his head. That's just so stupid. But we would just laugh and laugh. We would do such silly things. My mom, was, she was silly. She had a silly streak in her. Even in her old, I can't even tell you all the things she did. Uh, some of them were very, very, very funny, but not always politically correct. But she was funny. And uh, so I, you know, I get a little sense of humor. And, you know, we, I, I, we love to joke and love to play jokes on people. And, uh, of course, it's always funnier for me than them. And uh, I like to scare people. You know, I, poor, poor, poor Sister Doris. I've scared her so many times here in the church when she's working and cleaning. And I'll sneak around and I try, I stop, I've stopped trying to do that. I haven't done it as much lately because I was afraid I was going to give her a heart attack. And the uh, pastor wasn't happy with me. He don't want me scaring his wife. So now I only do it on accident. I still sometimes walk in and she'll jump and holler. But, you know, I get payback. I'm telling you, uh, I scared my kids almost their life. And now they love, they still love to hide behind stuff, behind doors. They'll jump out at me. And, uh, you, you know, it's just, uh, you reap what you sow. But, you know, after the initial, <gasps> it's funny. And, you, you know, don't get so angry. Don't be so wound up so tight. Some of you just need, some of y'all need to relax right now. I wish you'd either smile or put a mask on. One or the other. <laughs> Listen, here's what y'all need to do. All of you need to get a mask and just draw a big smiley face on it. I hate these masks thing. I told a lady the other day, we went, to, we went to the restaurant. I told the lady, I said, I hate this mask. You can't see how cute I am. <laughs> I took it off and she said, please put that back on. Told my brother, hope my brother's watching because you're not here at church. When he was here last wearing his mask, I told him, you never looked better. <laughs> you know the story. You know, the, you, you, we take a little backstory, And uh, Abraham and Sarah, God had promised that years ago. And they tried to get ahead of God. Finally, one day... Sarah was so desperate, she wanted this promise, she wanted this child. She said, I'll make it happen. And she came to Abraham and said, hey, won't you just sleep with my friend? And uh, let, let, let's, let me give you a word of advice, guys. If your wife ever comes to you and says, hey, you want to sleep with my friend? Don't ever start naming names. That'll get you killed right there. The fight will be on. Uh, isn't it amazing how in the Bible when she came, he came and she made that proposition, we don't have any argument from Abraham. You notice that? There's no scripture that said, and Abraham said, oh, not so, Sarah. I don't think that would be pleasing to the Lord. He said, okay. Okay. That was the dumbest thing he ever did. So years pass. Now then they have Ishmael. But God said, that's not the promise. 
That's not the laughter. Because what you think will bring you pleasure, what you think will make you laugh, will bring sorrow to you. God will give you true laughter. He'll give you true joy. He'll give you a true promise. Don't get ahead of God. Don't try to make it happen on your own. Wait, be faithful. And now Abraham almost a hundred, Sarah ninety, I'm going to make the promise come to pass. She laughs at herself and then says, no, I didn't laugh. And God said, I'm going to show you. And sure enough, I mean, you just think about what happened in that tent with a hundred year old man and a 90 year old. That'll make you laugh right there. It was God. Put the joy back in the relationship. Put the pelt back in the step. Amen. Put the romance back in the tent. Don't ever say you're too old. And out of that, all of a sudden, she starts feeling something kicking inside. And she tells Abraham, Hey, I think, all of a sudden, Abraham walked in the tent and was like, what are you smiling at? I hadn't seen you smile like that since you were 89. <laughs> What's up with you? I think I, I think I feel something. I think I feel something stirring. I, I, I think... Remember what they said? I, remember what God said way back there? Uh, remember when I laughed and I said we were too old? Remember when I called you too old? Uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I think something's happening. I can't help but smile. I, I, I can't help but joy come on my heart. I think something's going on. You see, because God had done something in chapter 17 of Genesis when God said unto Abraham, for as for Sarai, S-A-R-A-I, which means princely, her name was princely. God said, I'm going to change her name to Sarah, S-A-R-A-H, which means mother of princess. Can I get a big amen? Queen of princes or mother of princes. She's not just going to be a princely woman, but she's going to be the mother of princes. He had to change her name, her character. And then he told Abraham, I'm going to change your name from Abram to Abraham, father of many nations. Come on, God is working right now, changing your identity. Amen. The reason you're not laughing, you're not smiling, is because you're still remembering the old you, the failure you, the disappointment you, you in the past. But God says, I'm going to change who you are, and what you're going to become is going to be a joy, and you're going to have something to laugh about. Genesis 21, verse 6. Sarah said, God hath made me to laugh so that all that hear will laugh with me. I'm going to tell you something. How many people do you think cried with her? How many people did she share the story of the promise of God that never came to pass? 
Come on. Feel sorry for me, brother. Come on. God made me promises, brother Michael. And they never came to pass. Woe is me. Come on, let's have a pity party. I hate when I have a pity party and nobody shows up. Huh? Yeah. Kind of feel like that man. He was on his deathbed. The doctor gave him a day to live. I mean, he was barely, I mean, just barely hanging on to life. And he kind of rose, kind of rose out of his coma. And he thought, what am I smelling? He realized it was his favorite cookies. He thought, am I in heaven? Have I died and go to heaven? My favorite cookies. And he realized, no, it's coming from the kitchen. He, he, he rose himself up with all of his strength and he made his way to the kitchen. And there he saw hundreds of his favorite cookies. His wife had been baking. She was so precious. 65 years of marriage. She knew what he loved. And with all of his strength, he fell in the cabinet. And he reached for one. And she slapped his hand and said, get away from those. Those are for the funeral. <laughs> That's not good. It's bad when you can't even have one of your own funeral cookies. She could have let him add one. Sarah said, God has made me laugh and everyone will laugh with me. Because listen, when we're in trouble and there's problems in our life and, and, and we, don't, we have disappointment, we tell everybody and everybody is sorrowful with us. But when something good happens, we need to learn to laugh and it'll help people laugh with us. People around you need joy. People around you need laughter. And you've got to begin to find the good in life. To find the joy in life. To begin to reach down and say God is the God of the impossible. I don't know when and I don't know where and I don't know how. But I'm going to put a smile in my face because I know when it comes to pass, God is going to make me laugh. And when I begin to laugh, others are going to laugh with me. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 3 verse 4 said there's a time to weep. We've been through a time of weeping. And there's a time to laugh. I don't know about you, but I'm ready for the time of laughing. I'm ready for the time of joy. I've already been through the time of weeping. I've already been through the time of mourning. I'm ready for the time of laughter. I'm ready for the time of dancing. I'm ready for the time of excitement. Amen. I want to be like Sarah. Amen. God calls me to laugh. God brought my joy back. God gave me the promise. God saw the sorrow at my lack. But God has caused me to laugh. He's brought joy to my heart. Amen. You see, when people... They, they can pretty much tell what's going on with you by your face. Yeah. Look at your neighbor and say, what's wrong with your face? No, no, don't say that. Don't ask that. You can just, you can just look at people and just know something's up with them. Amen? Yeah. But when people smile, when they laugh, you also wonder, what's up with them? What's going on? What's good's happening? What's God doing? We see that in Psalms. 
David said in Psalm 126, verse 1 through 3, When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. Then our mouth filled with laughter, our tongue with singing. And they said among the heathen, The Lord has done great things for them. The Lord has done great things for us. Wherefore, we are glad. Listen, When you're laughing, when you're happy, when you're full of joy, it makes even the heathen, the world, your enemies look at you and go, what's up? Something good's happening to them. Amen? Now listen. Sometimes, (laughs) we got to learn when to laugh and when to cry. Sometimes we laugh at the wrong times. And we cry at the wrong times. We need to learn. We got to get our emotions. We got to get in the right track. Listen, there's things that we, you know, are somber. There's things that are serious. There are no joking matters. But then there's times, listen, that we need to lighten up a little bit. Lighten up with your kids. Learn to laugh a little bit. Learn how to have a little bit of fun. Amen? It's true anyway. Hey, we're on the last page. Y'all can smile now. Job chapter 8. Verse number 20 says, but look, this is the New Living Translation. It says, but look, God will not reject a person of integrity, nor will he lend a hand to the wicked. He will once again fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Once again, the Lord will fill your mouth with laughter. And He will put joy on your lips. A smile on your face. Peace in your heart. A reason. Don't don't you want a reason to smile? Amen. You know what? You can just look around here. I know I've made a lot of jokes today about looking at your neighbor. But you know what? Just look at your neighbor. That's the reason to smile. Because they love you. Because you have people here that care about you. That you have a family that loves you. Knows you're not perfect. And loves you anyway. Amen. We care about you. Listen, it doesn't matter if you can only count to nine and a half. We still love you. Is it too soon to joke about it? My brother-in-law last week had surgery and had half of his finger cut off. Show him, you'll see there, look at there. So he can only count to nine and a half now. But you know what? It's a terrible thing. Yet, we know the joy of the Lord. That infection that got in the bone could have gotten a hand. He could have lost his hand. You know what? Listen, we've got to learn to thank God for what we have. And it's, it's, it'd be easy for, for, for you just to sit down and say, that's it. I'm done. I'm not ever working again. I'm just going to go on disability, get my disability check, never going to work another day. But see, that's, that's not him. You know what? He, he's going to just rise right back up. He'll learn to count. 
Listen. He liked to use a toe. And if, and if he ever points at you, he's not mad at you. He just can't point with his pointer finger anymore. It's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. You might need to get a bumper sticker and put that on there. I'm sorry, but I don't have a pointer finger. This is all I can wave at you with. No, we're just, we're just laughing. But you know what? We thank God that he's out of the hospital, that he's here. You know what? Talk about no laughing matter all the whole time. Being in the hospital, going through that, no one could be there with him. Oh, I mean, this, this is, listen, this is stuff that will make you cry. This is stuff that will get you depressed. But in the middle of it, we know that our God is a good God. He's going to put a smile back on our face, laughter back in our heart. He's going to give us a reason to look at our friends and our neighbors and even our enemies and smile at them. And they'll look at us and they'll say, God is doing good things for them. Amen. Have you ever just got tickled and couldn't stop laughing? I love when that happens. I love when that happens to Amy. Happened to her the other night. When I was studying this message this morning, I thought of that. I know it'll embarrass her a lot. I know I probably shouldn't show it. But, I'm going to show it anyway. (laughs) I'm only showing it with permission, believe me. I've been married 31 years, I know better than that. I hope this will just be a little bit contagious. You say, Pastor, what's she laughing about? I have no clue. Oh, funniest home videos? I didn't remember. All I know is she got so tickled and I started videoing her. And I just couldn't stop. Turn it up, turn it up real loud. I just couldn't stop. With Domino's five ninety nine mix and match deal, you can feed a family. Don't you want that kind of joy? Oh, Lord, return our joy. Return our laughter. Take our sadness and our sorrow. Listen, God's promises 
will come to pass. I know it's been a long time. I know this thing has felt like it's lasted forever. And it makes us sad. But I'm telling you today. Could we just stand to our feet? Could we just ask the Lord to return our joy? To return our laughter? To put a smile on our face again? To help us to go out into this sad world. And give them a smile. And let them know that there is something better. That somebody loves them. That God is up to good in my life. Can I get a big amen? Amen. Come on, pray with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I'm tired of sadness, of sorrow, of mourning, of sickness, and death. Today, the joy of the Lord is my strength. In myself, I'm weak. But with your joy, I'm strong. Today, I ask for Jesus to fill me with His joy, His love, His mercy, His grace. Forgive me of all of my sin. Those things that bring disappointment. And sadness and sorrow. Today. I receive forgiveness. And that makes me happy. It makes me smile. To know I'm in right relationship with God. It makes me laugh. To know that God. Has my life in his hand. And he is working. The impossible for me. Jesus loves me. And that makes me smile. Thank you for restoring the joy of my salvation. Let me go share this joy with the world. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, give Jesus a big hand clap.